Hey, welcome to the Static Podcast. It's my second week, so I am official, official. You know this, man. And also, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to our official sponsor of the Static Podcast. That would be the Hester Law Group. They're supporting the show and keeping the Static Podcast viewers and listeners protected for all legal matters. So if you've ever been involved in an accident or recently involved in an accident, you need a criminal attorney, you need to give them a call. But keep this in mind, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. All right. So uh, I hope your weekend was great. Mine was great. I'm steady moving along and still learning my new roles and this new business of mine, but it's, it's definitely coming along. I got a chance to check out the comedians over the weekend that I uh, interviewed on Friday, Tone Bill and Rojo Perez. They were a lot of fun. I saw them a Saturday night. I also had an amazing dinner before the show. I'll tell you about that later. Um, I didn't watch any television. I did go see the little movie on Friday uh, and it's starring um, Marci Martin and Issa Rae and Regina Hall. It was cute. I'll say it was cute. I know I, one of my friends was like, it was really good. And I was like, ah. But I'm not hating on it. I do encourage everybody to go see it because, um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of Marci. I love me some Marci Martin. You know, she plays Diane on Blackish, and she gives me life. I think she's hilarious. I love seeing her carry a movie, her along with Regina Hall. I guess they were definitely um, co-starring in it with Issa Rae as a supporting person. Tone Bell, who I talked to on the podcast and saw, uh, during his comedy uh, this weekend at the Helium Comedy Club. He was actually in the movie, too. As you see there, he decided to drape my arm around him, which I did not mind because, as you can see, he's definitely easy on the eyes. And he's got a lot of people here in St. Louis. But um, after the show, we took some pictures, and uh, we had a lot of fun. And it was good times. It was late, though. I went to the late show, and I hate that I went so late because... I was tired. <laughs> I ended up like like dozing off a couple of times and it wasn't their fault. Rojo was a lot of fun, of course. Um, there's some cuties. All of my friends were just like, who are these cute guys you're hanging out with? I'm like, y'all calm down. Y'all calm down. They're the comedians that were in town this weekend. And then we took a, a group photo with my friend Lee. Shout out to Lee. She's the queen of raising money for organizations. I can tell you that now. She is just the bomb black girl magic on that point but uh yeah you see we we look like old friends didn't we like we had been drinking all night no we just she just met them so it was it was good times we had good times so game of thrones i see everybody and their auntie friend watches this show everybody in this building watches this show yeah travis terrell from the we all live podcast he's in the building I don't believe it. Uh, I don't believe any of it. It's so sad you have yet to watch this program. And I like period pieces, but I'm telling mm -hmm. you now, I've never, people have talked, let me just move my stuff out the way because yeah. I know I ain't going to put them on, but mm -hmm. I, I just want to know, like, everything I see is just like, it's incest and pedophilia and murder and dragons. It's like, what? Everything's in play. <laughs> That's what makes it so amazing. <laughs> Like you've seen every episode I have. It's like it really is. OK, yes, it is a little nerdy. It is some Dungeons and Dragons, but but it got swag. Oh, it got some sauce. It, it's it's 
a lot of fun and the, it, it, it does it finds a way mm-hmm. the content i think is so engaging it does find a way put it this way my very incredibly christian conservative mother mm-hmm. goes to church four days a week wow absolutely loves this show really loves it so that just goes to show like where the story goes how deep it can get and it, it really engages the audience and can so, she even tell the people at church that she watched that show yeah, I oh, think, okay. I don't know, you know, somebody, there's a black church somewhere, if you ain't making a sermon out of Jon Snow, I don't know what to tell you. But no, it's a, it's, it's a real, it's got everything, it's got uh, magic, it's got zombies, it's got a lot of sex, it's got a lot of violence, it's, it's got some intense battles. It sounds like it's about to be like, somebody gonna spit a hot 16 in there too. Like, it's just, it's, yeah, it's gonna be a little bit of that, it's like, man, it's like, 90s hip-hop like early 90s hip-hop like it's like oh man everything's in play you don't know what's necessarily going to happen you just want to be around to watch it it's a really engaging show were you happy with the uh, return of it i was i was very happy like they set the table and so now you know that it's about to get real i I heard one of the reviews that it was a lot of of characters that hadn't been seen together on screen they reunited for various reasons yeah so their stories will be i guess be sewn up by the end of yes it's it's like it's it's symbolic storytelling like so the 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 pilot episode the very first episode is when you'll ultimately decide whether or not you're going to be along for the ride cuz a right. lot happens in the final 10 minutes of the first episode oh. and then you immediately like oh hold on this ain't what I thought this show was going to be y'all kind of flipped it on its head and that's when people start to tune out uh turn in uh, every night and that's become incredibly obsessed with it. People uh-huh. are obsessed with it. I this. know people are obsessed. I saw J-Lo talking about it, who, you know, I, I, I just love and believe in. Amen. And when she was just like, oh, no. And everybody, you know, on the show she was on was just like, yeah, I don't watch it. She was like, I love it. And I'm just like, really, It's J-Lo? dope. It's got, it got a little bit of everything. And it. it's got, like, female empowerment. It's got rising up from the ashes <laughs> to be great. Uh. Like, it's following in your destiny. Uh. Like it's it's really but it's real stakes. So, you know, just because he the protagonist is the protagonist doesn't mean he's going to be around long. Oh, he's still you know, there are people who suffer from the decisions that they make. So there are real consequences. So the, the hero. Like life. Yeah. Like so the hero, you thinking the hero going to glide through the first couple of seasons. The, the main character is gone by episode four. And that sets the stage for the entire Oh, so you season. don't know what's going to happen. Know, like, yeah, so you just like, oh, oh, well, I ain't, okay. Okay. Yeah. Don't get used to anybody. It's like the walking right, dead, but right. it's, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get into that. I think that I, you know, maybe I'm too emotional for, for shows like that. Oh, uh, yeah, I can understand. Like, The Walking Dead, like, I mean, The Walking Dead was, um, you know, what I think the story takes place in the South, and there mm-hmm. are, like, four black people. So that that's where <laughs> they kind of start know. like, oh, okay, hey, I'm yeah. here for the zombies. I can jump the shark there, but y'all ain't gonna be in Atlanta and it'd be three black people still alive. I, right. I find that hard to believe. But no, nah, those kind of shows because you you kind of put yourself in the place of the character. Right. And so, do, do you know what you would do during a zombie apocalypse? No. Do you have any idea at this point? No. It's been like 18 seasons of The Walking Dead. I've I never watched it. it. I didn't Not watch one? it. Not one? No. I've what been is... maybe one, and I was just like, I can't take it. Uh... Like, my stomach won't take it. So I what's your show? It. So what's the show? What's the, what's the show for you? What do you have to watch that would be maybe your Game of Thrones? Being Mary Jane. I've seen every episode. Oh, and little Gabrielle <laughs> Union. That is delightful. Okay. No, a lot of women love that show. I relate to it. Yeah, okay, I relate to okay. Mary Jane's character. Yeah, it's very relatable okay, for me. Okay, I see that. I can see yeah. that. All right, then. Get I'm ready. trying to think of something that, that I probably watched that nobody, well, people would be surprised that I watched. 
Did you watch like Girlfriends and the Game? Did you watch it? No, like that? you know what I used to watch. Like I used to watch Boardwalk Empire. Oh, okay. I watched that religiously. Okay, all right, there I you go. I loved that show. Okay, that was a good loved show, it. like, like the, uh, to the last season. But, yeah, yeah I messed with Boardwalk yeah, Empire. Yeah, I was into it. I was really into it. Okay, so, see, there you go. Yeah, so, yeah. so I've, I've been into stuff like that. But it's like, I just never got into that one. Mm. Yeah, I think you would. And I know you probably heard this from all your friends, but... I think if you if you watched a couple episodes of Game of Thrones, you'll be hooked. There's no doubt in my mind. Okay. Well, I'm maybe we'll you, have to well find out. Um, we'll see. I know it's almost over and people are saying, nope, just let it go. Don't even try to get on it now. <laughs> and, you know, and I doubt that I'm, I, I don't think that I'm one of those binge watchers. Do you like binge that. watch anything? You know what I got into uh, last year was Greenleaf. Okay, I was endorsing yeah, okay, it. Okay. Okay. And I had to I wanted to be familiar and now I'm addicted to that. So okay, I do watch Greenleaf. I'm I'm definitely about Greenleaf. Love me some Greenleaf. Okay, okay. And I didn't grow up in the black church, so I'm just like, this is what they be Oh ah, yeah. I yeah. grew up Catholic, so I'm like, this oh, that, is that's a whole right. World oh yeah. So that is new to you. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom loves that show. Oh, I love it that too. She's that yeah, is anything is if it Oprah sponsored, she there. Yeah, she, she does. first in line. Yeah, look at look at look at well, I guess I well shout out to all you Game of Thrones fans. Another one, King of the here. North. Yeah, whatever. Just go around saying it a lot. People are like, okay, girl, I see you, girl, boo. I see you, she King of the one? North. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So just do that a lot. All right. Well, you know what? Thank you, Travis. No problem. For, uh, you know, clearing it up for me and, and giving me your insight no, on I'm it. Happy and I'm glad to be that here. the fans are excited about the return of of Game of Thrones. They for the, what be. is the last the last six episodes? That's five episodes left now. Wow. Yeah. So it's like the only thing left on earth that brings people together from all walks of life. So. We got at least five more weeks of <laughs> happiness and peace around the world. So there On, Sunday On Sunday nights. On there Sunday you go. nights. All right. Well, you know what? Stay close. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Don't leave because we're going to take a quick oh, break. Okay. And then I'm going to come back with comedian Willie C. He's in the building. Oh, that's I'm what's up. to him. He just recently won a comedy competition, opened up for some big names, and we'll see what's next for his comedy career. So stay right here with the Static Podcast. Hold on. Welcome back to the Saturday Podcast. I told you I had a special guest and he is here and we almost dressed alike today. I picked up my Dreamville sweatshirt and I was like, yeah, they're going to get this sweatshirt action today. And then I was like, no, I haven't worn a sweatshirt yet. I wait till Fridays on Casual Friday. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I need you to speak directly into the microphone. Where do you think you at? No, I mean, okay, boom. How about that? No. Is it better? No. I need to get close? Yeah. Okay, let me back up. I, I got my live. As my he tears up stuff. What? Oh, you're living it too. Yeah, oh, he got a lot going on. You okay. see this. How about this? This is what we're going to do. We're going to prop it up. We gonna prop it up right there. Okay, yeah. Okay. Boom. Okay. Now can get into it. Okay. Now you can get into right. it. Yes. Okay. Yes, you should have wore your sweatshirt. Okay. Um, because. Are you signed to Dreamville? I'm working on something. Oh, okay. I'm working on something. Okay. Uh, if y'all keep tagging uh, J. Cole and his, and his team, then maybe, you know, we're going to have a Dreamville. Comedian. Uh, comedy. Yeah. I'm oh. trying to get artists to do that. Oh, okay. I think that would be You good. know what? I was I was privy to a conversation of Ray J trying to convince Baby to do a Cash Money Comedy that special. Would, that would be a great thing. That was know? a couple of years ago. I was yeah. at, I was. It makes sense. I was in uh, the montage in Beverly Hills. Master and P he just did came it. up and started talking to him about that. Master P did it um, years ago. I yeah. Wasn't thinking about, yeah, I wasn't even thinking about comedy. I actually used Eddie Griffin. Eddie Griffin like launched it or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But it was through No Limit Records. Oh, okay. So um, huh. that would be a good look, you know? It would be. So you're Shaq trying to. did it, you know? Yeah, so you like, J. Cole, let's come on. Let's get it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I feel you. You know what? I exactly. believe that a closed mouth don't get fed. And if there's something you want, you should do it. Of course. Of you course. should do it. So, uh, 
you just recently won a comedy competition. I did. Congratulations on that. How did Thank that go you. for you? Um, it was wonderful. It okay. It was wonderful. Uh, Tell everybody what you did. Okay, so basically, um, 100.3 to beat. Mm -hmm. um, come on now. 100.3 to beat um, decided that, hey, look, we need to put a local comedian on this platform because a lot of times they have these big comedy shows and they come locals don't get on, they don't get five minutes. So 100.3 The Beat, shout out to them again. They um, came up with a concept for a uh, comedy show. Uh -huh. But what you have to do was tell them why you wanted to be on the um, the tour or whatever. So what, did you have show. to like submit like a video or submit, something? Um, a 60 second video. And what I did, I said, it's gonna be super creative because I know no, nobody's gonna do it. I'm like, I'm gonna go down to the Shapers. Right. I did, I did my video in front of the Shapers. I'm like, why will you guys pick me? I'm already down here. You know. What I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> I, like I'm here already. You know. What right. I'm saying? Like, um, so they voted. People had to vote. I guess I got. I was like one of the top five that got the most votes. Then we did the um, competition, the Elmos, and I won. And that was. So you've been doing this for a while, Willie. Uh, yes. At least 10 years. Definitely 10 years. April 9th this year. Oh, you know your, your comedy anniversary. April 9th this year. So do you remember your very first comedy show? I remember the first time I got on stage. And what happened? Um, Were you nervous? I, I was nervous. I didn't get booed, but like it was like, ah, nah. Like, they nah? Were like, who was dude? You know what I'm saying? Where were you? I was at the, I was at Labs on the Landing. Really? Yeah. Okay. The original last one. The, the original. Yep. So you started then. I started there. But you kept going. You didn't stop. I've never stopped. I know. And never. that's why that's I've why never I'm rocking with you today. Thank you. That is why I was just like, no, I want Willie C on my show because yeah. you've consistently done comedy. Yes. And even though I'm I'm always seeing national comedians, mm -hmm. I come out. That was my first time seeing you. Okay. I think it was my first time. Like, you've seen me. You've been I feel like I've seen you. Well, yeah. I knew, yeah, I knew that you did comedy, obviously, yeah. and I knew you. Right. But I didn't, I don't think I'd ever seen a set of yours. And if I had, it was a long time ago, like when you first started. Yeah. And a lot of people have seen me a long time ago. Yeah. And you're very seasoned now. You're, yes, you're ready. Yeah. You're ready. And sometimes, I mean, it takes, it takes everybody, everybody's journey is different. I am not, it, this is not a rush, I promise. It's a marathon. Yeah. Shouts out to uh, to Nipsey. He Most got everybody time. running marathons now. We know it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. You yeah. got to put it in the work. There are no shortcuts, especially in comedy. Yeah. But you you said you're ready now. You sent me a text message yesterday like, yo. See, the thing is, I honestly, and I always tell people this, I feel like my break is not going to come. Like my for real, for real TV break or like being on a tour with somebody or like becoming somebody's official opener is not going to come from somebody saying, oh, he's funny. Even though I'm really funny, it's going to be like, oh, I know this guy. This is comedian Willie C. You need to get with him. That's how it's going to happen. Like, I feel like in my heart, in my, in the bottom of my soul, I feel like it's going to happen like that. Like, I don't feel like it's going to happen because somebody will be like, oh, dude, was just super funny. It's going to be like, oh, you know, Stacey Static. Okay. She said you funny. Let me no, see you. No, it won't, no, it won't go like that. No, but I feel like it, it's going to like come through someone, you know, like. It's not gonna be like, oh. And why you throw my name out there? Like, oh, I'm the one. Just cause, like, cause I'm right the one. Because, you know, like, right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's what's happening in the moment. Um, <laughs> I just feel like that. Like, somebody gonna be like, oh, yeah, I know this dude named Comedian Willie C from St. Louis. Dude, funny. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you really need to get with dude. You know what I'm saying? They're but they're still like, gonna vet you. I mean, regardless of what somebody says about you, they're still gonna vet you. Yeah, yeah. But that's just how I feel, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. 
All right. And I'm, t- I'm going to take it. I'm with that. You're you going to take it? Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I mean, like I told you, I, I think I, I responded to you when your text message. I don't know if you want people to know what you said to me. You, you, I'm, this is an interview. Oh, okay. I mean, but y'all, you hit me like, yo, I'm ready. I'm ready to be a national comedian. I'm ready to get out here. I'm ready to I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do my thing. And I, and I had some questions for you, too. Yeah. Because I got my 30-minute set ready. You know All right, but I asked you. I was like, okay, so what you doing, though? What you doing to get there? Like, you you asking me, but I'm like, but well, what you doing? Like, I, I've seen other people, and I've seen other people at different venues. I know, no, and shout out to you, because this this is what I want to touch on before we can get into that. Okay. What I appreciate you is that you created your own opportunity. I did. You've been at Blueberry Hill now for how many years? Two years. But the original process started on Delmar. I moved my way literally up Delmore. I did one show at Legacy. Legacy wasn't the venue for me. Shout out to Legacy. It was just different. And Legacy is like a bookstore, a cafe. Yeah, um, it's, it's known for like poetry and yeah. black power stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the next venue was the Inspire. Um, that was 56, 54 Delmore. I was at the Inspire for seven years. Really? For seven years. I went. With Where was Hacienda the end spot? Yeah, that was the through, dessert place, right? Yeah, like I'm talking about like every first Saturday of the month, like all kind of events. Like that was like my home and I miss it. I promise. It's a clothing store right now. Right, it is. That space. And I promise I miss it. Every time I go in there, I'll be like, man, this was stage was right here. So seven years with the end spot, they um, transitioned new owners and all that stuff. So I went to Blue and didn't work out. So I went across the street. Mm-hmm. It was like a, uh, like a vegan spot. The guy actually owns Chris. Chris Anderson um, has Highway 67 Barbecue. Okay. I was there. Then I said, "Let's see." I went to Blueberry Hill, and Arvin. Shout out to Arvin Mitchell because Arvin Mitchell, that was his original spot. Yeah. And, shout um, out to Arvin Mitchell. He he's another one that created his own. Yeah. Situation. So I was like, no, nah, I, I want all the way in. So you know, of course, with their booking of the venue, you know, you gotta get on it first. So I was like, let me get on this and. Um, that's how that started, and I've been there, and they love me, and I love them, and it's all good. Well, that's awesome, and I, I, I commend you for that. You've done that, but no, I, I know, I know. I will say this: it's let's, it's let's easier. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Come <laughs> it's on. it's easier. You have to make yourself less less accessible locally. So you can start getting booked outside. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like you, you've you already honed your craft. You said you got you a strong 30 minutes. You said you're ready to go. You, yeah. You're ready to start touring. You got to start moving, you know, just branch out. Like, do you ever book shows in Indianapolis? Are you are you, are you you venturing out at least, like, um, regionally? Are I'm you doing Kansas City? You, like, I mean, I've done Kansas City. I've done, like, the surrounding areas and stuff like that. I mean, I've done, like, South Carolina, D.C., um, I, I travel, I just don't get books regularly. Enough, yeah, enough to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. My goal is to, every weekend I'm in a different city doing stand-up comedy. Right. Whether I'm featuring or I'm headlining. Like, that's what I want to do ultimately. Like, okay. You know, I'm not even really focused on, like, the acting or none of that. I would, stand-up is what God said, Willie, this is what I want you to do. Okay. And I know it because, like, every time I try to ever get a job, I get mm-hmm. the jobs. Like, you know right. And as soon as I get a job, I get booked out of town. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I remember working at the Crown Plaza downtown. Right. And they was like, yeah, we know that you're a comedian and all that stuff, but the card was coming in and we need to check people in this hotel. And I was like, okay. 
And I think I was there for six hours the first day because I left. Because like, I called from a promoter in Panama City, Florida that was like, hey man, could you come down? I was like, yeah, I could come down. I'm leaving now. You know, like, I got hired at Sam's. <laughs> the one wall, I got hired at Sam's out there in Maplewood. Right. And I was in the orientation and somebody texted me about a booking in, um, in Minnesota. And I was like, man, I'm sick. Uh, I gotta go. Like, I mean, seriously. Like, so you can't. So you you get jobs, can't keep a job because you always move it. Yeah, because as soon as a comedy, cause, that's cause, how you know. Because that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I haven't worked a job. I haven't worked a job nine to five since 2011. 801 Skinker. I was a door person. Okay. Right? For these people <laughs> that live in these condos, wealthy, right. very wealthy people. You know what I'm saying? And I just would sit there and check them in, but eh, that's not what. That's I'm not what you're supposed to do. No. So, so what, what do you need from us? What do I need from St. Louis? Yeah. You want us to keep tagging Dreamville, tag, tag J. Cole, because yeah, he wants J. to be Cole. the official Dreamville um, comedian. Um, I, I just want, the, I want consistent support. And people think support is coming to a show. Mm -hmm. that's, not, that's not support. What you might have just been over this way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you might have just been in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? What um, is it then? So support is telling someone. Right. You know, support is um, when 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 someone brings up comedy, bring me up. If you know me, bring uh -huh. me up. You know what I'm saying? Um, support is asking about, get in my inbox and ask about me. Don't ask me for a free ticket. Uh. So support is like, you know what? Hey, I'm thinking about bringing my whole um, church or something like that to your show. It's more than fine. To me, I promise it's more than finance to me, like for real. Because I have people who really support me and like that mean a lot to me. It right. Mean, like so much to me. Because you could be doing something else. You could be supporting somebody else. You know right. Because right? um, like I said, I'm not a national comedian, but it's gonna come and I Yes you know, are. I don't really okay, well Yes you are. It's coming. It's no. Coming. Yes you are. Really? You've you've played nationally, haven't you? I mean, yeah. I mean, I move around. No, I well, then, then you're a national comedian. I mean, in comedy, like, it's like, ah, who is Willie C? People know me. You know what I'm saying? They Claim do. it. I, I do. You know, I'm just being real. I know. I know. We've been, we, we, we being real because yeah. this is that kind of conversation. Yeah. This is that kind of podcast. Because this, this podcast is about... Um, Obviously, I, I talk about my life and I talk about what things I've been doing, and mm -hmm. I also talk about the things I'm passionate about. I think if anybody's been listening to me for the past four years, for the past ten years, you know that I like stand-up comedy. I do. Um, so I now and I, I try to support comics the best way I know how, and I, it's easier now be on this pa platform mm -hmm. to support local comics because I don't have the man mm -hmm. telling me I can't have certain people on my show because they didn't buy advertising. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it's also important for you to understand the things that you need to do. Mm -hmm. So that's a, and, and another question that I always talk about, or another thing that I'm always concerned about or talking about on this podcast is how you have tapped into or activated your inner fly to get to the next level. Yeah. So, and I know that since you say you're ready to go to the next level, what are you doing to get there? What kind of sacrifices or changes have you made or... Or have you done anything? Okay, let me answer that question. Um, for one, right now, let me tell you. Let me tell you something real quick. What I'm struggling with is trying to transition from what's traditional, which is stand-up comedy, into 
internet comedy. Yeah. I'm dealing, that's what's going on. That's the big force right now. I have the stand-up, which the internet comics are trying to transition everything into stand-up. Yeah. I'm trying to get these viewers up without buying viewers. I'm not I'm not buying viewers. I'm not buying likes. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying friends on Instagram. But when I met Nick Cannon, I have a video on my phone right now. Mm -hmm. when I met Nick Cannon backstage in his dressing room. I said, Nick, I saw I said, man, I'm 36. I got a 15 year old son. I'm not a clown. I'm a comedian. What do I need to do to possibly get on Wild and Out? The first thing Nick Cannon said was pull out your phone. Put it out. He said, what's your views, what your followers look like? I said, man, I'm grown, man. I don't have a lot of followers on Social Instagram. media, you know right. Saying? No, because I'm Facebook made me. Like, I mean, I got fan pages and fan pages on Facebook. I'm a mm -hmm. man on Facebook. Right. Instagram, Instagram, they want you to set yourself on fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, they, I'm, I'm not... I don't want to put on a wig. I don't want to do anything that's going to get me locked up or any legal trouble just so you can be like, ah, oh, dude, funny. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I got about 2,000 followers on Instagram. That's nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like. So what did that, he say to you? What was his he advice? He like, get your numbers up. He said, get your numbers up. It's he like, said, He yeah. said, MTV is casting solely off followers and views. That's what he told me. I'm going to show you the video. He said, No, MTV, I believe it. He said, that's the only way MTV can. He doesn't cast the show. MTV does. He said, that's the only way they're casting right now. Huh. Yeah. So if I was like at 90K, then he probably would have, you know what I'm saying? Like. So is that something that you're willing to do? I'm not, I'm not ready to, to do anything silly for views. I'm not ready. To I didn't say that. silly, but um, I mean, you. Like, yeah, I'm not against doing videos. I'm not against it. But I don't want to jeopardize my integrity and my character as a person, as a stand-up comedian, just to be like, oh, okay, you know, the network said, hey, you know, you're at 50K, you're at 100K, like. Well, there's plenty of stand-up comedians that aren't, that aren't doing the, the But they're already established. Like I was telling Nick Cannon, like a lot of people that's on this show, they didn't get 98K just because they was who they are. They got on the show and then they followed on up. Right. So well, that, I mean, but I'm, I'm, I was thinking of a couple of people who I didn't even know were stand-up comedians, but I well, became familiar with them from them being an actor. Okay. And they're not like some, you know, Instagram sensation. Yeah. So it's a couple of people. They're, I think there are different, there are different paths to take that you don't, necessarily have to do that in order to be successful as a comedian. Oh, yeah, I'm out here, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm out here every day, you know Yeah, you're out here every day. You're yeah. working, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. I think it's more, it's not, we're not, I, I definitely am not um, taking a shot at your work ethic whatsoever. No, I know that you work hard. I know that you work in toys, but I don't want you to work in vain and I want you to work smart. Right. That's, that's the thing that I'm saying. I like interacting with people. Like, this is a promo card. Like, I'd rather walk up on somebody. I'm not putting this on nobody's car. I'm walking up to you in a grocery store everywhere. Hi, this is what I do. Follow me because of this. I think we just got an idea, and we're going to talk about it off, okay. off, off camera. Cool. All right, so tell me what you got coming up next, where they can see you do your thing. Because, I mean, I was I was thoroughly impressed. You got a nice set, and I'm, I'm all about I was like, okay. You saw I know, but, you it was saw the, but, I'm, but I'm looking at timing. Oh, I'm looking at timing. I'm looking at uh, the audience tell uh, me interaction. You, tell me what you enjoyed about my set. I liked your energy. Okay. I liked your timing. Okay. I liked the audience interaction. It was good. It was a solid, 
it was a solid set. Okay. And I was just like, okay, you looked seasoned up there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, confidence. I'm still You're yeah. still learning, but but That's the confidence the is key. The confidence is like, I, and I tell my other comedians, if you don't believe in your material, how is this audience gonna believe in your material? Yeah. If you telling your jokes with your head down and you're not dropping your punchlines with conviction. Right. Like. You want me to believe it's funny, but you don't. I can look in your eyes and tell you, you don't believe it's funny. And you, at first, you gotta care before you do anything. First, you have to care. Of you, course. you have to care. That's 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 the main thing that I try to tell everybody. Oop, I made your thing fall. It's Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, but it's it's that's the most important thing. I'm gonna get you one of them things. And you can set your phone up. Okay. <laughs> All right. I can't afford I'm one. working with you. Because I can't afford one. I know you can. <laughs> I know you can. All right, but you know you got something coming up at um, the Duck Room, right? 26 Blueberry Hill. We all off. Now the concept of this show was simple. The mm -hmm. next day we are all off, so there's no <laughs> excuses. It's Good Memorial day. day weekend, and every comic is on the show. It's off. I'm off as the host. My headliner. We off, everybody off the chain, you know what I'm saying? So I said, let me come up with something. Like I come up with all my show ideas and, mm -hmm. and that was it. There it is. Next day, Blueberry Hill, that's a Sunday, two shows, eight o'clock and 10.30. Uh, I'm looking for another venue because the Duck Room, even with two shows, it's not, it's becoming not big. You've outgrown life. it. Yeah. I love it. Don't you love growth? I do. I do. It's like, I want to go to the Delmar Hall, but I don't want to get in there. The, the soon as, the soon as I break the Delmar Hall, 60 people come just that day. Well, this might be the weekend to do it, but you know what? We, we going we gonna to do the two shows. Yeah, We're going to love it. And right there on nine. the screen, you can see, you can get the information. You can get reserved seating, yeah. get your tickets and make yeah. sure you join the Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we all off Comedy Jam. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes, I, maybe yes. I'll be off. Maybe I'll be off. I don't even know how to take off from this Story, situation. Um, comedian Jonathan May. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't know this, but let me say this right now so y'all know it. Mm -hmm. If something ever happens to me before my time, Lord forbid, all comedian Willie C wanted to do was create a platform for local comedians to showcase their talent and make a little money. I'm not paying people car notes. I'm not paying mortgages or none of that, but I'm, I am allowing other comedians in my city to showcase their talent, build their fan base, and um, yeah, just, you know. Say they got paid for doing comedy. Yeah. Even if it's like just $50, like, like, like and sometimes promise, that's an encouragement right there. I've been doing it for the longest. Like, I've been doing it for the longest, so. Um, just at, at the funeral, don't be like, well, he was cool. No, we looked out for a lot of comedians. <laughs> a lot of stand up comedians in the city have got their shine because you're your boy. So, yeah. I love y'all writing y'all old bits way before it's time, but it's cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> Y'all got to know. Y'all got, got, got to know. Well, you know what? Thank you so much, Willie C., uh, for coming by. This well, won't be yeah. your last time. Okay, thank you. Yeah, thank you. yeah, I appreciate back. you. Yeah, yeah, you can come back definitely because I'm allowing you to be funny next time. I ain't gonna get in your business, okay. and we ain't got this. Ain't got to be a therapy session. No, nah, yeah. whatever you want. <laughs> what you want? To know? No, we good. We good. Oh, I, I just wanted to. I wanted to have that conversation with you mm -hmm. because, like I said, I think that I already know what you should be doing. Okay. And I just believe that sometimes we have to get out of our comfort zone yeah. to go to the next level. And I understand you just like, instead of saying what you won't do, let's talk about what we're going to do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Always look at it like that from that step because that's how I've been able to, all I can do is my stomach is growling. I'm starving. 
Um, all I could do, um, I don't know, because I have to eat as soon as I leave here. But that's how I've been able to stay in the game as long as I have, because I always embrace change and I always look for what's next. Okay. It's like I always say, okay, I might not be comfortable doing this, but this is how I'm going to be able to have the kind of life that I want. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to be uncomfortable for a little while. And I'm going to have to learn how to do something different to get to the next level. Okay. And so that's, I just want you to keep that in mind moving forward with your comedy. Let that be your guiding force. Okay. Instead of saying, what I'm not going to do is <laughs> jeopardize my integrity. And what I'm not going to do is put on a wig. All right. What you going to do then? Okay. All right. I'm going to be more aggressive visually. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you an idea when we, okay. when we, when we stop. It ain't going to be everybody else's business. Okay. But that's, you know, that's we're going to help you activate your inner fly for cool. that. Cool. For that. That's what's coming next. All right. You know what? That's been another episode of the Static Podcast. Uh, I told you today that I was going to talk about Coffee. She's a dance hall reggae artist that I love out of Jamaica. I believe she's like one half Lauren Hill, one half Bob Marley. Like, real talk. Mm -hmm. But that'll be tomorrow. We'll talk about Coffee tomorrow. Um, so make sure if you've never heard our music, make sure you tune in. Tomorrow we'll talk about that and, and other things. I, I love it. So uh, make sure you keep on following the Static Podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any questions, suggestions, or otherwise, make sure you leave them in the comments. Or send me a direct message. I will holler at you later. Bye.